Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reactive Attachments, the podcast, and we are doing things different moving forward. It's time that I talk about this, and I really get my life. So this podcast has always been um, associated with and another portion of content that is created for a very specific audience, and I battled really... um, you know, for a long time, for over a year with my need and my desire to change the podcast, um, up some, because it's very important to me that other topics that are related to, um, reactive attachment disorder in the, in the bigger picture and the grand scheme of things are discussed. And so you're going to notice that these episodes that I published to this podcast are going to have a variety of Um, themes and uh, foundations about the human experience as far as attachment, as far as reactivity, as far as all of the things that surround the problems that um, reactive attachment disorder children go through, why and how and the elements of that, just like always. But there's other things that I've learned from the last few years of doing this. And um, Yeah, so I'm changing it up and I just, I think it's really important to open this conversation because attachment is opened in a whole new way for the first time ever. I mean, we're talking about attachment styles in relationships in a, in a meaningful way. And we're talking about reactivity in our, um, responses with our, with our family members that are healthy and secure and that are, that, that are, you know, we're securely attached to and that are not problematic in the same ways that rad has always kind of, um, you know, been sprinkled through this, this very tight knit community of, um, adoption families and foster families and welfare families. I say welfare, meaning just families that are in the system and, and all of the things that cause reactive attachment disorder. We're changing the language. We're doing a lot of things a lot differently. And, I want to, I want to do things differently too. So, um, I'm not changing the name of reactive attachments because I mean, it's a beautiful name. Our attachments in this life to every, every element of our life, right? Every element of our relationships from our friends to our, our parents, our children, our romantic partners, um, our working relationships, they all they all have a level of attachment um, and reactivity to them, don't they? Like, I mean, just our, our attachments to things and food and ideas and beliefs and politics. Like, the reactivity in our in our uh, country in America right now is, I mean, it is, it is, it is scary. Like, there's a lot of um, elements to the definition and the, the psychological... Um, understanding of those two pieces of our language that are really like monumental in our everyday interactions with people and our, our understanding of ourself, our understanding of, um, you know, growing and there's, there's just a lot to unpack here. And if you liked the content before, because it was just very niche, very like hyper focused on um, what it's, what I've always been hyper-focused on, which is, um, the truth that is not being discussed. Like there's a lot of truths 
that we have talked about that other people were not talking about in this world. Like in, in the fostering communities, in the adoption communities, people were not having these conversations. They weren't talking about the fact that they made mistakes and that they regretted um, decisions. And they weren't talking about the hygiene. They weren't talking about the destruction of the family you not only, you know, were building, but the destruction of the family you previously had, the ideas that um, have become so ingrained in us as a society when it comes to children that we really and truly were doing massive disservices to the children that we were uh, caregiving for as well as to the children that we already had. And like, we weren't having those conversations, but they're having them now. They're very freely discussed now. And because they're so freely discussed and you can find these conversations in the general population now, I don't feel as compelled to really highlight those things exclusively anymore. Um, my content has always been in the private sector, if you will, um, in the, in the support group sector, as well as on this podcast, it's always been very, um, poorly, (laughs) poorly produced, unorganized and, and driven by my own reaction to an ongoing ignorance that was really causing a lot of pain. But now I feel like that, um, that fire exists in other places as well, that there is value and there will be value for the families that receive value from this podcast before. And they are out there. I do talk to them. They do exist. I will send screenshots if you don't believe me, but that value exists in other categories and in, in other spaces that need conversation to be, um, to grow as, as people, we have to start talking about very specific things that, and not just very specific things. We have to start talking about the things that we don't think and talk about openly amongst each other and, and get rid of the, um, the taboo and the, um, the, the darkness and the trepidation behind certain topics. There's no, uh, there's never a reason to keep things that are true in the darkness if your intentions are good. If you are out in this world and you've making, you made mistakes and you're making mistakes and you're feeling the pressure from your own decisions and it's really affecting your life, I guarantee you, I've never seen a topic that, that only one person ever resonated with in my life. And, and I, I can't think of one single thing that has been an issue that wasn't profoundly impacting other people in my experience on this planet. So I just want to like talk about all of the things that were reactive um, towards in our life, all of the things that trigger us, all of the things that are falsehoods, that we, narratives that we just keep playing into that are repetitively failing us in our mission to build our families and our mission to heal from our trauma, whatever it is. Like, You know, I have a very specific set of things that I want to discuss in the beginning of this, right? This new, um, the new element of this podcast. I want to talk about some very specific topics and I've talked about them before here and there, but 
I don't know exactly what will happen. Just like when I started this journey years ago, um, I did not know that it would become such a gigantic part of my life, that it would really change how I interface with the world. I would have told you I was going to do this thing for this reason. I'm going to make this support group because the support groups that are out there keep failing a certain amount of people who need a different kind of um, support that, that is at a different place in their timeline of caregiving for their rad kids. And there isn't one now. And I'm just going to, I'm going to make one so that there is one period. And I didn't really know what that looked like. As a matter of fact, our main goal was to keep children, um, that had reactive attachment disorder outside of the group and like have a little bit more vigilance and like, um, you know, tighten up the verification process in joining these support, um, mechanisms because it is never good to have a child, um, see parents venting and, and it was becoming really problematic. And that was really the driving force. It was that simple. And like, I would have just told you, yeah, like we're going to make a support group and like kind of manage it a little bit more tightly than the other support groups have been managed to make sure that, you know, kids aren't finding their way into these places on social media and being exposed to adults venting about their children. Like, you know, we want to have a place to vent and that's it. So, and it wasn't even just about the children. It's about the children's biological parents, about the caseworkers, about the EIP process, about whatever, you know? Um, and people were really suffering if they mentioned anything negative or if they told their experience or if they said, Hey, I don't actually, I don't think this is a good idea. Like you shouldn't move to adoption yet. Like you need to, you need to really, um, assess this and you really need to think about what you're doing. They would really get some fever. That was, I mean, it was, it was painful. There wasn't a place for them. There wasn't a place for them to ask those questions. So, and even just what I now explained is an evolution from the original plan. You know, it's an evolution from the, the thoughts of where things were going to go. Like we didn't necessarily know that that's where it was headed. So here I am years later and I'm like, you know, the conversations that I have more frequently now are very different than they were, um, when I started the podcast. And so how many times can I say the same things? And as I'm growing as a person and I have these life experiences that are so like deeply, deeply personal, but changing of who I am, like things that change the core of who you are as a person. Like I can't not mention those things in a different, um, in a different frame. Like I have to look at this and I have to think to myself, where does this all tie back in? And it all ties back in. It does. It does tie back in every single thing I've learned and grown from or grown to see and understand, it ties back into attachment and to reactions and reactivity and um, managing of self and emotional intelligence. It all ties back in, every bit of it. It's, it is so relevant and so important and there is so much space to have these conversations. Like I said, the language is changing surrounding the topic of attachment in general. And I'm here for that. Like I want to be a part of that change and that growth. And you know, I may not be quick to pick up the language and I may not be quick to co-sign every single thing that's coming out today, 
But what I am quick to do is to point out some things that are often overlooked, um, silenced. I'm quick to see the trends in um, these very, these very broken families. I mean, they're broken families. That's what they are. And it doesn't mean they have to stay broken. But if we only talk about a very specific part of this, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not here to tell you to be optimistic and to be enthusiastic and to tell lies to your own self and subconscious and, and your own, um, you know, to, to shield yourself from your own very clear truths. I am not here for that. I'm still going to shit on these, these constructs that are just inaccurate and inadequate. I'm going to shit on them, but there are so many more to shit on than we've, than we ever shit on before. So like, let's shit on new things because there's, there's so much space that has to, that has to be opened and we have to be accountable, um, to the rest of the facts. It's like, you know, for me, it was so hard when I realized like, Hey, we're part of the problem here out here trying to, as I say, fill empty wounds. That was something I had to deal with myself because I was a, another person out here trying to fill empty wounds with things that were not correct for the child, for myself, for the family. But nobody was talking about it. And so it's still huge. And like, we have to have these conversations about loss and grief and trauma and not just the attachment basics. You know, we've unpacked it and picked it all the way apart, but there is more, there's more. And, um, I think that I'm probably wrong a lot of the time about a lot of things, but even if I'm wrong and I get you thinking in, in the reaction to the content makes you reevaluate your own process, your own, um, your own experience with the topic, then that's, that's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to change with the evolution of information that we have in this mental health space. And so I want to do that. And that's what I'm going to try to figure out how to do, I guess. I think sounds good anyway. Right. All right, you guys. Um, this is just a quick, no bullshit introduction for what I want to do moving forward. So God, I hope I can do it. I mean, I think I can do it. I think it's beautiful in my mind, but uh, I digress. I guess we'll see if I can um, get this posted and maybe even post an episode to validate the fact that I do give a shit because I do. I really do. Reactive attachments on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, all the podcasts, um, streaming apps. We should be there. I hope we're still there. Reactive attachments at gmail.com. And I have recently upped the ante a little bit. If you want to just reach out to me directly, I'm moving into the website space again after a much needed hiatus. So I do have Taylor at reactive attachments.com. There will be a, re- a website associated with <laughs> reactive attachments.com as well, as soon as I build it. So, you know, here's to the shit show that is my very disorganized attempt at creating content for people who actually really need it and want it. I don't know why you don't hate me. I would hate me if I were you. Maybe you do. I'll talk to you soon.